Welcome to the Dames Who Dish podcast. It's almost the weekend, and it is almost the weekend. It's so nice here. The weather, 80s? Oh, yeah. Low 80s. It's been amazing, but it's going to change next week. It's supposed to rain. Uh, So much is going on this week. Lots of news. I don't even know where to start. Let's start with the end of last week or the beginning of this week. Countess Luann was kicked out of a gay bar. We didn't even talk about this, and it feels like it was so long ago. She was kicked out of a gay bar because she wouldn't get off stage because she was singing... Money can't buy your clothes. <laughs> well, she was trying to sing. Yeah. She says first she was not kicked out. She wasn't drunk. And then she was on Watch What Happened Live. And she was like, yeah, I slipped up a little bit. But that's that's okay. I'm only human. Progress is not perfection. People slip. But did anybody really believe that she quit drinking ever? No, we heard through lots of sources that she was always drinking. I I still don't believe she was really an alcoholic. Like I believe she likes to cocktail it up every once in a while. Yes, and she maybe doesn't know when to stop. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Are we two alcoholics making making we're justifying it? I don't know. I feel like she used that excuse for her behavior in Miami Beach when she was arrested. Well, yeah, but then I also think, okay, when you get to that level and to that point where you're hitting police officers and you're <laughs> it was pretty grabbing extreme. the mic at a mm-hmm. gay bar, it's a little over the okay, top. Okay, she's an alcoholic and she slipped and she's human <laughs> and progress isn't perfection. No, and she said she's back to her frosé. Yes. Fose? Fose. Fose? Faux rosé? Yeah. yeah. Have we even seen it? I no. mean, where is it? I don't know. It's fake. <laughs> Well, doesn't also doesn't Margaret Josephs have one? Does she? I thought so. How but many think, are there out there? Well, I think Luann was the first, wasn't she? Well, um, I don't think it's doing so well because we haven't even I haven't seen even it. seen it in our total. What's it wine called? Don't know. Frosé. 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 Frosé sounds better. Frosé. Frosé. Whatever. <laughs> whatever. I'm not drinking Fake it because it's rose. non-alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> and then. This whole news that Andy Cohen said that NYC or Roni is doing a whole revamp and they're going to basically start fresh, hire five new ladies, and possibly send the old ones out to pasture over to Paramount. Yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. Paramount. Peacock. Peacock. <laughs> Paramount. <laughs> Paramount would have been pasture. <laughs> is Paramount even existed? <laughs> They're going to MGM. <laughs> they got a contract with Marilyn Monroe at MGM. <laughs> oh my god! Now oh. I am kind of looking forward to seeing you know a cast off Roni. Are you with mean the new- original cast? Oh, with the original. But who would the? It has to be. Kelly Ben Simone, Jill Zarin, Luann, Ramona, Jill, Dorinda, and Jill. Yeah, hmm. yeah. All the oldies but goodies, <laughs> I guess. It's oh just, God, it'll Jill be Zarin so different. Would be ecstatic. Oh gosh, this is ecstatic. what she's been waiting for. I would watch it. I. It, what is it going to be? But you know, know what? A, a new Roni isn't going to be Roni for me. No, the original Roni. Who are they going to get? They need to get a very young cast, young moms. But it's still not going to be fresh because Mm-mm. they've all seen Real Housewives of New York. It's never going to be 
fresh and that experience again. And we talked about this before. You can't reinvent everything and have it be as good as the original. No. And that's why I feel like housewives in general is taking a, taking a turn. It's but I would be like to see else. them try. We, I was saying like Tinsley Mortimer, if she was younger, I mean, she's, she's, she's in her forties, right? So we, we got to have some 30 year olds, but the, see the real rich of New York is not going to do a show like this. They're not going to expose no, shit. No, 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 no. So who would do it? The fake rich, the people that want to be on TV. And that's the problem. Yeah. I don't, I just don't know. I don't know what it's going to be. But, but they're but, casting now. Yeah. I'm excited for it. You posted the. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're interested, if you're one of our New York listeners and calling all rich housewives yeah. of New York. <laughs> um, what, what else? else? Oh, God, I listened to Gigi from Shaws of Sunset. She has a podcast. I have a problem with Gigi. Genuinely and, Gigi. Yeah. I thought she did a good job in the podcast. You I did? just didn't uh. like. What were your thoughts? Because I. So she had Randall on. Randall That's why we're Emmett. discussing it. Yeah. Randall Emmett. I didn't want to listen, but I, I did listen because I kind of wanted to hear what he had to say. He didn't say anything that was unexpected. I, I have no problem with Randall saying his side of the story because Lala won't stop saying her side of the story. However, Gigi is just completely team Randall. No love towards Lala at all. She's no. very mad that Lala has had all the time in the world to speak on this and talk shit about Randall and that Randall's never spoken up. Well, he still didn't speak up. He didn't take any accountability. All he said was, she's a good mother. I won't talk bad about Gigi's like, oh my God, see, that's why you're so fantastic. You're such a good father. Like, uh, whatever. You're a father. Listen, having your kids and spending time with your children doesn't make you a good fucking father. It makes you a father. Like, no, he wants accolades for spending time with his kids. Yeah. And it's hard to say that he's a good dad when we've seen the text messages that he sent to women and he's got all girls. So yeah, he's not a good guy and you can't spin it for me any other way. He he's won't just fess not up to guy. it either. What he says is we both made mistakes. Okay. Well, he's, he's got a history of narcissistic cheating behavior, but I'm also sick of Lala talking about it. Oh, I agree. She knew exactly what she was getting into from jump. So for her to come back and say what a horrible guy he was, you knew he was horrible when you got with him. But what about when he said, you know, I just don't like all this. You know, I don't get all this social media stuff, like people sending hate and stuff. I don't I don't understand all that. And I'm thinking, Randall, you had fake accounts. This is how you how much you don't understand social media. You had <laughs> fake accounts asking women out, asking them to do all these nasty things, asking them to send you naked pictures. Don't act like you don't get social media. Boom. Yeah, we yeah, we don't believe that. But for I am a sick of Lala talking about it. <laughs> he's a tool, he's a joke, he always has been, and there's nothing new there. This didn't show me any other side of him that made me like him. It just, it just means that I won't talk bad about my kids' moms. Gee, because you cheated on them. Can you tell stories? Probably. But who the fuck cares, Randall? Like, I just don't like him well, as a person. Uh, a lot of people don't. No, and Foddy doesn't like him. So come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's kind of a joke. I mean, he makes himself... How many times did he say he was like an H, uh, an H-less, H-less celebrity? celebrity. I, don't, I don't consider myself a celebrity. Well, you're you not. You kind of do. You're but posting pictures yes, of yourself. As a director. Uh, yeah, as a director and, and all these bullshit wishing people happy birthday that are celebrities that don't give two shits about you. <laughs> I mean, the comments on his... I, I'm surprised he hasn't turned his comments off oh, because he, he gets look. a lot of hate. 
um, on social media. But he also posted a ton of pictures of him and his kids. And, you know, he's really trying to lean into this whole being a good dad thing. But you're still a shit person. You might be a good dad, but you're a shit person. So there. I, I'm all for him speaking his mind. But he says nothing because he's trying to sound like a good guy. I'm the good guy. I won't speak bad about the mothers of my children. Okay. You're such a good father. And Gigi, see... See how great you are. You won't talk bad about them. What a good man you are. What a good father to spend time with your children. (laughs) Gigi's fucking bar is so low. Yeah, and I don't understand. I mean, I know they're friends, but really? Are they real friends? I don't know. There was speculation that they they hooked hooked up. up. It sounds like they hooked up. Doesn't it sound like they hooked up? Yeah, it kind of does. Sounds like she wants to hook up with him. Why? God. All right. Did maybe, you hear the, Wait, maybe he's afraid of her because of the knives. Um, this thing with Louie. What, what do you think? A million dollar bankruptcy. He's sued for $113,000 for refusing to pay a vegetable vendor. What does he <laughs> do? Vendor? I don't understand what he does. I don't I know. But he was in a real estate or... One of the attorney podcasts had a whole thing about um, his... What he's doing is basically kind of the same thing that Jen Shaw was Stop doing. Stop it. Selling, selling data. That's what Louie does. And that's what Frankie that's Jr. Of was company. doing with him. Well, Frankie Jr. is supposed to be doing real estate. That's what I thought. But what Louie was doing allegedly is like auto warranties. And, you know, you get all you those mean, calls. Yes, yes. And calling people that are on the do not call list trying to sell them extended warranties by the way i get that call all every the time, day and i fuck with those guys because i don't know yes sometimes i do yeah because it pisses me off they go what's the year and make of your model i'm like you're calling me you tell me what the year and make of my model is well just tell me and i can look up your warranty i don't have a warranty with you where are you getting my information you lying sack of shit <laughs> and then they hang up i don't know why they hang up on me every time i don't drive i don't have a car <laughs> Oh, that's not going to start saying. <laughs> Damn. Um, I mean, it's true, right? All of this is true. And after watching yeah. Teresa this week. Oh, my God. Yeah, we'll have to get into that. Ooh, she was yeah. something else. And then the other news is, and just like that, season two is in the works. I'm I'm very ecstatic about this. I'm excited to a point. I, I, Gina, the reason why I'm excited is it's so bad to shit talk it yes it's so fun to <laughs> shit talk these women are our age and they're so fucking dumb and stupid and the stuff they're doing is ridiculous and, and i we love would it never never well maybe they've listened to the viewers and they're gonna you know well this real this it is in what will be interesting god i hope so <laughs> it's gonna be great if i have to see che the one comedian. more time the hilarious comedian yeah, <laughs> or Carrie walking with a cane. I'm gonna fucking <laughs> lose it. They said there's gonna be more sex in the second one, but I also don't want to. I don't want to see fifty somethings <laughs> having sex either. No, no. Let's go meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah, what are we gonna see? There saggy boobs? No. Oh, we know what we're gonna see. What are we gonna see? Like menopause issues and oh fuck dryness. <laughs> <laughs> Ed. Oh my god! Of course we are. Someone's got to have ED. Hopefully, the more sex is focused on the men because the men are going to be good looking. The men are always good looking on the show. True. So hopefully, to them, we're going to see naked. Hmm. One can no. only hope. <laughs> okay. I watched Bad Vegan. Did you watch Bad Vegan? I did. Oh, my God. She's batshit crazy. Nuts. So here's the thing with her. And if you haven't watched it, it's totally... I had no idea. I thought it was about 
vegan food. I Me didn't too. know it was a documentary. Me neither. Until I got into it. Then I really got into it. Me too. <laughs> she was a famous vegan chef in Manhattan. And who knew that, you know, Alec Baldwin and, well, that's where he met Hilaria. Yeah. Her in restaurant. the restaurant. So it was one of these raw food restaurants. And it just went, it went south. So this woman, what the hell is her name? Sarma. Yeah. Super smart. Went to Wharton School of Business. Didn't like finance or business, so she decided to become a chef. So she's extremely intelligent, but also on the spectrum. I think so. There's something not quite right. Well, she believes that she believed that there was these people that could help her live forever and help her dog her live dog. forever. Uh huh. And yeah. they could live forever together. So there's something that's got to be wrong with you to believe that there's that out there. Well, right? yeah. And she chased this dream with this guy and ended up getting totally scammed and just went along with it. It's like to this day, she's still speaking to him. In the beginning, the very first scene in this documentary, she's speaking to this guy that you don't know who he is. Right. On the phone. I, and she's saying, yeah, this Netflix documentary. And he's like, don't believe, don't do that fucking Netflix documentary. So she's speaking to this guy that did all this crazy shit to her. But she justified it in her head, just like they yeah. all do. Just like right. the puppet master, just like the Tinder swindler, just like all these people that get scammed. They believe it. They're in it. They 100% believe it. And they're stupid. God. <laughs> and she's smart, but. She's smart, but not. But not. It was weird. It, I had no idea what it was going in. I was. It's really totally hard in. to feel bad for right. these people because yeah. it's so obvious to us watching. But maybe when you're in it, see, I'm a person that I don't think I ever could be scammed by anybody. Right. Probably not true, but that's what I think. <laughs> did you buy a new warranty for your car lately? No, I did not. <laughs> so it's really hard to like. I know. Imagine put yourself in yeah. that situation. What it would be like. Because you're like, come know. on. I mean, all her workers were on talking about how great she was in the beginning. And I really wanted the documentary to talk to the celebrity chef that she had a relationship with. Oh, yeah. I mean, he had money issues. Right. And they had probably a toxic relationship. But they opened this restaurant together. And she was the one that was good with money. And then she fucking blew all Gave the money. it all away. Gave it all away. To a, a guy that was a gambler, had a gambling yeah, addiction. Yeah, but she she was giving this money to, to him to hold for her because it was all about not caring about the money. You care about money too much. Stop caring about the money. Give me all your money and I'm going to test you to see if you'll give me all your money because all you care about is the money. Motherfucker. In the meanwhile, she's held up in a hotel while he's gambling in Vegas and all over the place. Yeah, it was, they were... Pigeons Ford, Tennessee... And and he got her mother to give him a ton of money. I mean, yeah. we're talking like millions of dollars. Well, that's the thing too. It's like, why is the mom giving him all this money? I mean, it's just listen, weird. It's not even like he was not good looking. Well, no. I mean, I think he was. And then as I don't know. He on, wasn't. Did you see the young pictures? His ex-wife was in there, but she said oh, the he's got something that he had a child with. I know he's got something about him. I'm like, yeah, that does he? That would not sway me mm -mm. ever. Mm -mm. Whatever he did or said, no. no. See, we couldn't be swindled. No, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. Well, now, maybe back then. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's good. It's, it's good. good. I listened to that podcast, The Thing About Pam. You know, the. Oh, the I'm show. watching the Renee Zellweger. Okay. Well, did you listen to the podcast? No. It's um, it's NBC. Or the guy. Dateline. The Dateline yeah. guy with the voice. Chris. Uh, what's his name? The gray haired guy. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he's the one that's Matthew, somebody. It's Matthew Perry's stepfather. Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. <laughs> that guy is married to Matthew Perry's mom. Oh, I thought it was Emily and Paris's father-in-law. Oh no, that's Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I think Ted Danson, um, Steam. What, what's her yeah, name? Yeah, Mary Steamburger. Mary Steam Virgin. 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 <laughs> Steamburger. <laughs> her son is married to Emily in Paris. Oh, really? Yeah, I, think I so. didn't know that. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, the podcast is very well done. I started to watch the Renee Zellweger, and I'm like, I don't need to. This is annoying me because I listen to the podcast, so I w- I'm not going to watch it. But how do you like the? the- it's kind of it, it's. It's a little it's a kind of a joke. I know. That's why I couldn't I mean, get into it. Because because, the, because it's not a joke. Like, this is a very serious crime. But it's kind of made to be almost a comedy, I even know. though it's a murder. That's why I was uncomfortable watching it. I watched about 20 minutes, and I go, no, I don't like the way they're doing this. I didn't like it either, because oh, it's got funny. the guy from the Dateline yeah, voice yeah. who's kind of narrating. Yes. I think Renee Zellweger does a good job, but it's like the character, it's just a little too kitschy like you said it's hard to believe that you're watching a kind of a documentary like a true story i could it seems made i couldn't get into it i gotta look at that guy's name keith morrison oh the guy's name okay so keith morrison i saw him in reno when you did (laughs) in reno remember our friend that used to have the christmas party in reno oh yeah we were there for the christmas party you saw him there i saw him in the lobby of the hotel keith morrison really maybe he was working on a story of course in reno yeah why else should he be in reno (laughs) (laughs) have you watched top chef at all no i haven't it's good um there's this one guy he had covid right before he has no smell and no taste Oh no. And they don't know. So he is flying by the seat of his pants. He's having like, you know, they have their friends taste, you know, like, what do you think? And they're like, yeah, good. Maybe add some of this. He has no idea what anything tastes like. And he's still doing well. Is he oversalting everything? <laughs> he said he can taste with his tongue like he can taste the different flavors. But because he has no smell, he can't actually taste anything. Oh, my it's God. It's actually wild. That's kind of the fun. Wow. Now, did you watch Below Deck Down Under? I watched Peacock? the first two. There were three episodes mm-hmm. released on um, Peacock. I watched the first two and I love it. So good. The the um, captain is really good. He's he's good. He's good looking. Mm-hmm. I saw him on Watch What Happens Live, and I he didn't have a lot of personality. No, no, but he's good on the show. I mean, yeah. when you've got what Glenn, Lee, and freaking this guy, it's freaking hot. Yeah, yeah, he's good looking. Um, I like Asia. Asia's so good. I forgot how happy she is all the time. All and the she's time. The, she's the chief stew. chief stew, and she's never been chief stew before. And I like Toomey and Magda. I think this whole crew is really fun. It's a big ship. For some reason in my mind, it was more of a sailing yacht, but it's not. It's big. No, it's pretty big. Yeah. The chef is a total asshole. He's American, of course. <laughs> God. He's a real idiot. Oh, my God. He's he's telling Asia, no, 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 no. You don't ask them what they want for dinner. I'm telling you. You tell them. You tell them a time. You don't give them the choice. I agree to a certain extent with that. But, I mean, he's just like an asshole. Like, I don't care if they don't like this. Now, he got away with it. With the millennials, because they didn't give a shit. They were like, okay, this is how it works. Because there was that young group of people. Yeah, the Instagram um, yeah. influencers or whatever they were. They were just happy to be there. But I'm sure as this goes on, people are not going to be up for the, his attitude. Well, they those 
kids, young people, ate those cold burgers. So yeah, cold burgers. Care. It didn't matter. He had them under the heating lamp. Who cares? Oh, God. But I like that this captain, Captain Hot. What what do they Captain call Hottie? Him? Captain Hottie. Um, it's Captain Jason. He's willing to step in. Remember how I was like, Captain Lee? It's like, what the fuck is he doing when they're anchored? He does nothing. They just sit there and do nothing. This guy actually gets up, helps them. Oh, my them. God. He's serving food. Yeah. He's cleaning up. He's doing he goes all kinds to of stuff. a first cocktail with them. He's like, I'll go to the first cocktail. I love him. Casual clothes. He's real cute. He's big. He's very sexy. Yeah, he is. And he has a daughter. But I don't imagine he's married. I think it's just the daughter. It didn't it, sound like no. he was married. And those girls were like, tell us what your sign is. Oh, God. The one girl, um, Toomey, is, has a huge crush on him. Yeah. It's a good anyway, one. I like that. It's fun. More and more good stuff coming to Peacock. I think so. Courtship, did you catch up? I did not. Gina. It was on last night. I didn't have time. It's episode three. They did play cricket this time. Oh, how was it? How many, how many guys are left? Good question. There, after she sent a few home, they were left with nine, but two new guys arrived. Oh, new ones come. Yeah, two new ones. Oh. So now it's up. But one of the guys started to like her friend, and I knew that was going to fucking happen. Oh. The blonde-haired yeah. friend. So she sent him home immediately, and she was really pissed off. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, I have to watch. I have to catch good. it on Hulu. And the cricket, the cricket was good. Should we go on to New Jersey? Let's talk about New Jersey. Mm-hmm. I liked Jen and Marge's discussion in the coffee shop. How did you feel about that? You you hate Jen. So did you feel sorry for her at all? No. You cannot crack, Gina. I can't crack. No, because it's short-lived. She's going to be nice. And, and it, now she's on the sympathy tour. Like, poor me, poor me. I really don't think Bill likes her very oh, much. Oh, I don't think so either. I don't think their marriage is all that. She admitted he it. seemed like a real asshole yep. when they were talking outside. Yeah. yeah. And she was like, I would really like to talk about this. And he has no interest. But does he not want to talk on camera? Because I'm sure now he's totally embarrassed by all this. Um, I don't think or, he wants to talk to her at all about it. Like it was 10 years ago. I do not want to talk about it. We let it go. And she even said he does what he wants to do on his time. And that's the way it presents itself. Well, that's very old school. And yes. she's she's dealt with it and and put up with it for this long and now maybe because of the show or whatever she's finding her independence and I'm seeing some big cracks in their marriage and I feel like that's why she came on the show we know that that's what happens sometimes yeah and she said that she's always trying for him but Bill never steps up to the up to the plate never and he was kind of critical of her yeah that's why I do feel bad that she's going through this makes her look good that Bill fucking cheated on her people don't like her Marge feels horrible Jen's very open with Marge here Marge did all this stuff and then she sort of admits that Teresa was the one who was wondering about Evan and his cheating rumors it was Teresa who did it but she didn't come out and say it she She just said well how do you know it wasn't Teresa yeah that was calling around and then Marge said are you saying it was Teresa? She goes, I'm not going to say that. But that's fucking Teresa. Well, that is Teresa. Teresa does that shit. Well, and, and she's she, a fucking liar. Teresa just says shit and she <laughs> lies. And it's like, I say it so it's true. She's a liar. But there's no getting through to Teresa. No, none. 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 No. And it was interesting, too, that Bill said that he doesn't want to be around the guys anymore. Yeah, but we see previews and he's around the guys. True. Is this his way of showing Jennifer 
see I'm in your in your court. Is he gonna have a come to Jesus moment after this? Maybe maybe he maybe. Will. I mean, it's the only way he can even make up anything to her because he looks like a fucking asshole. He totally does. God. What about this Jackie storyline? I do believe it. The Renfro, this eating disorder institute. They called her and said, we really think you should come and live in. And she's like, I'm not living in. I can't do that. Okay, then you should come a couple nights a week. Oh, I can't do the couple nights a week. I think it's a storyline. Well, the couple nights a week was like four hours or something. It was a long... It was three nights a week. Yeah, but okay, so going the inpatient thing, I get it. You've got four kids. Yeah, that would yeah. be really hard Living to do. Living inpatient. However, if you are having these major issues... I, I You know what? I really believe she does have issues with food. If you watch her... She never eats and she kind of moves her food around mm. and she is pretty skinny. No, I believe she has issues with food. You think I this just whole think, Renfro thing, the whole... Um, I think this this being on camera is just a story. What is her storyline? Well, that Yeah, that's it. I believe it's a true storyline. However, I know what I need to do. It's like, then why are you bringing this up? What are you doing? And she's know. dealt with this for years. For years. For years. She, she definitely has issues with food. I mean, um, Evan says there's, these are excuses. It's always excuses with, you know, I think when you have an eating disorder, that's what happens. I don't know. I just feel like there's a tiny bit of a, I need a storyline here. Yeah. A little skepticism on mm-hmm. Anne's part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what finally. You, <laughs> it's usually your thing. <laughs> I know. Skeptical of I don't everybody. Believe her. I don't believe the skinny bitch. <laughs> um, what did you think about? David offering to ha- to have Dolores's mom stay at his house. <laughs> what the fuck is the matter with David? What is that? He loves her family. I think he's heartbroken. But I mean, Dolores can't wait around for him forever. No, he did nothing. He gave her nothing. Is this his way of trying to get her back? I don't understand. No, because she said that when she saw him at the hospital, he, he totally ignored, ignored her. her and went right to her family. No, but why does he love her family Could so much? Could he love her family more than he loves her? Yes. Clearly. Yeah. I had a boyfriend that I liked the family more than I liked him. <laughs> yes, you can. That's a tough one. <laughs> it is. <laughs> this ropes course. These ladies, they're like, where do we climb in the trees? Are they like, do they know nothing? Have they never heard of a ropes course? They've I, never heard of team building. Uh, I don't think so. They don't get out. They're in New Jersey. What are they, they don't get out much. <laughs> they don't. Do it was a wilderness. <laughs> you saw not one of them thought that it, it looked fun. No. I mean, I mean it, I'm not saying it's fun. I'm just saying these are team building exercises. A lot of companies and corporations do this. Oh, yeah. And in Housewives, I'm sure they've done this umpteen million times along with the axe throwing. The, well, this is the first. Now we're going to see oh, it across the board oh, all over the place. I feel like I've seen this before. Maybe not. Uh, Maybe yeah, not they've done some team building. Yeah. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while. But man, Teresa comes in freaking hot, so hot, hot, hot. So hot. So hot. She's like, I'm not climbing these trees. I'm not doing this. I don't mm-hmm. want to do that. I'm not, I don't want to be your partner, Tracy. This find is someone the else. dumbest thing ever. What the fuck? She should just go home. Go Why home. is she even there? Go. Why'd she show up with her... She's fake, just fake a uh, line of workout clothes. Her workout clothes. Yeah, gift bags for everybody. Except you, Tracy. <laughs> <laughs> I brought four. Yours have holes in them. And, and by the well, way, she's mad at Tracy for what Tiki did at the guys' night. For Tiki questioning Louie. She'll say, what Joe did is not my problem. What Louie did is not my problem. Now she's lumping Tracy into her husband. 
Right, but she was already mad at She's Tracy. She's so hypocritical. Because Tracy said to her, "You should support your sister-in-law, your family." Of course, but now she's using Tiki was was questioning Louie. Okay, well, that's not it? my problem. Teresa always says, "I don't. I'm not going to get into Louie's business. Yes, I'm, I'm not, not going to get into my guy's business." So why is she, you know, lumping Tracy with with Tiki? So it takes stupid. Teresa a minute. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> She, she's got to think about it and then she it, snaps. But but then it never makes sense. She never Well, makes no, it doesn't make sense. sense. And you cannot argue no. with her because she just doesn't get it. No, but now she's going to go after Marge because Marge is like, oh. Teresa, you know, grow up. Yeah, but no, no. the to be continued mm. is... Uh, also, Marge hot. with that huge jewel in the back of her head. I know, what she was had that? a ponytail with like a jewel. Was it a clip? I I don't know. It was it something. It was it didn't something. It cute. No. To be continued. I boom, think boom, that boom, was boom. it. Yeah. Orange OC. County. We should be getting close to a I, finale. I, thought th- I, I honestly thought this was going to be the finale with the party. Because they're having so many group parties. And they always have that at the end of the season. Oh, there's going to be another one or a trip Well, they're or going on a trip. Well, where are they going? Aspen? Because mm-hmm. Heather was talking about Cabo. Uh, they're going to Aspen. They go. I think they go to Aspen. And by the way, Shannon is not jealous of Gina. She is acting a little petty. Shannon- oh, I think she's totally jealous of Gina. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if jealous is the word, but she's I she's think just she's a petty jealous, ass bitch. A petty ass bitch. She's jealous of everything Gina is accomplishing this season because she's jealous she's really jealous that Gina has Heather's ear. Well, she's jealous of the friendships that Gina has. Yes. That's really what it is. And by the way, I did go online and look at her skin, Gina's skincare line. It's not a lot of product. It's like maybe four or five different lotions and potions, which are in the $59 price point range. What but is, they're out what there. is special about them? I don't know. How is this different than any other fucking lotion? Some kind of serum, cream. some kind of. She's also like what? In her thirties. So. That, that yeah, we don't want to hear from you. We don't. <laughs> you have nothing wrong. You get Botox in your 30s. Your skin is perfect. Move along. Move on. <laughs> um, but the G or not Gina, Shannon, she kept saying, put a pin in your ego. I know. She kept saying that. What are that. you talking about? You're, you've it got it sense. wrong, lady. You've she got it saying, wrong. Put a pin in it. Like pop your ego I to pop it? I think she meant pop it, but she doesn't yeah. get what put no. a pin in it means. Put a pin in it means stop. <laughs> and Heather had to explain it. You know, like put a pin like on a bulletin board. You just tack it up on the wall. Just put it there. Stop. Just put it in there and come back to it later. You sound ridiculous. But then, you know, Shannon just gets so heated. And she said to Gina, well, once you get up to my level, then we can talk. Oh, what level is that? What level is it? (laughs) Real for real? What level? Oh, Shannon. Wait, does she have a skincare line too? Shannon? No, I don't think. Oh, I think so because I remember that's did. why she was pissed. But what is it? I don't know. So she has I the real for real. It's just the, the Debros have a skincare line too, don't they? Oh God. Yeah. Does she see everybody sure. has a fucking skincare line? There's room for everybody, Anne. There's room for everybody. What about Jen begging Rhine for a kiss at her party? She was a little wasted. She was telling people she was going around her fucking red light and saying laser light here's where you need botox here's where you i'm like fuck yeah get out of my face please don't come to me and then ryan was being nice like no the presentation was great can i have a kiss and he was like he doesn't want to be on camera he doesn't want to kiss her either true they're selling their house i wonder if they're still together 
What does that mean? Why are they selling know. the house? I don't know. But she has a billboard now. I yeah. Dr. Jen. Yep. Just like Sweet James. <laughs> Not a good sign. Billboards are huge in She LA. takes her kids to show. Like, where were they? They look like they were... On Sunset? I don't know. No, 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 oh. no. No. I guess you're I in the know. OC somewhere. But Ryan wasn't there for that billboard. And then one of the kids said, it looks like you when you were young. <laughs> <laughs> and it's supposed to. Let's talk about Noella because we were going back and forth about Noella. So Noella's dad, who is famous NBC weatherman, um, weatherman, <laughs> weatherman, duh. Christopher Nance, who I know that name. I know the weatherman. I remember Christopher Nance. How do you know the weatherman, Gina? I remember him (laughs) when I was a child. (laughs) I think he's my age. Back in the day. Well, yeah, he died at 40-something. He he was only 40. No, he's younger than (laughs) But don't you know Christopher Nance from NBC Weather? I definitely recognized him. Totally. So who knew that that was Noella's father? So She, She barely knew it was her father. She barely knew, yeah. Not a lot of interaction there. No. It was mm. very sad. Yeah. But he passed away from, I believe, sickle cell. Yeah. And his, his someone from his trust or something contacted Noella to let her know. She had talked to him a little bit during COVID, but they really didn't have a relationship. But then after I text you and I'm like, okay, what is going on? Because everything I read online says he passed away in 2012. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to figure out... W- what is happening here? And then I looked it up. Same thing. This guy passed in 2012. And I'm like, this doesn't make sense. So I did contact our friend who works with the show. And he's like, no, what are you talking about? He did pass away then. We're like, no, we're looking this guy up. And it, all different news outlets say 2012. And sure enough, there was another guy with the same name in like South Carolina who died of the same thing mm-hmm. in 2012. But the weird thing is, a couple of those articles, they must have picked up the wrong information because it said NBC weatherman yes. Christopher Nance passed away in 2012. I know. And then I'm thinking 2012 instead of 2021. But yeah, everybody was very confused. A lot of There's been a lot of stuff online about what is happening. This says 2012. No, it actually was 2021. Yeah. But there's some And this poor other confusion. Christopher Nance in South Carolina is getting all these notes like, when did you die? Did you really die in 2012? Oh, this poor family of this guy. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I know. Pretty interesting. What else happened? Oh, Gina's, Gina's big party. Sees, well, before that, she mm. sees Shauna the extractor. Healer. Yeah. yeah. That was a little strange. That was interesting. So she's been having weird shit since they went in that hot, hot, what, hot hut? Yeah. The hut. Because remember, they never finished, but she does feel better and her eyes changed colors. What the hell was that all about? Oh, that's weird. That's weird. So what was in her? Like a demon? Well, no, it's extracted now. Shauna pulled it out. Right out of her mouth. <laughs> Emily was sitting there like, back off. Don't have a cup. She, pull- she held the pillow in front of her face. That's how I would do. Like, I don't want to be in the room when you're pulling this shit out. That's pretty crazy. But that stuff is weird. I'm not going to a sweat lodge. Hell Sorry. no. Hell no. I'm telling you, they had some peyote in that fucking tea that they drank. <laughs> Ayahuasca. <laughs> Ayahuasca. <laughs> but then Gina's launch party. Um, Yeah. Anyway. I mean, it was nice. She got emotional. Travis yeah. got emotional. She's accomplished a lot. Her parents were there. They're such, they're so sweet. But the parents thinking Shannon again for the attorney getting helping her with helping her. her with the divorce and not going to jail. But Shannon did keep mentioning that. 
Of course she did. They kept she showing like, the clips. Oh, God, that's so funny. Well, when it helped you, when you almost went to jail. Shannon is interesting, man. She's can't just figure her out. No. I do like that her boyfriend totally stuck up for her and was like, fuck, fuck Gina. Fuck her. And then he's, she's like, okay, calm down. Haven't you had that happen? I'll tell Dan something that I'm pissed about and then he'll totally be on my side, which is great. But then he gets overreactive and so pissed. I'm like, all right, I'm not even that mad. Calm down. <laughs> Hmm, let me think. No, you're. <laughs> I don't think I've ever had that because my husband's a devil's advocate. Yeah, he's very level headed. Fucking everything oh. and everything is my True. fault. True. What? Well, go ahead, say it. No, he's very level headed. Level headed? Like, how no. am I. Yeah, he should. You need to mad. join in. When yeah. I'm mad, you should be mad. Yes, agreed. But then I have one that gets mad and overly mad. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so there's got to be a happy medium there somewhere. Mm. Summer house. Speaking of getting pissed, wow, Paige, Paige, I was loving it. Oh, because I'm not so a fan great. of Lindsay either. But it's still Lindsay's freaking fairy tale birthday party. <laughs> this birthday party that goes on forever. They're all wasted. Who I hated the most out of this? Of course, Austin. Oh my god, what, what a piece an asshole! Of shit. But why was everybody pissed at each other and not Austin? Well, Paige was pissed at Austin. Well, there were a couple people pissed at Austin. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, even Luke was pissed at Austin. Yeah, yeah. Austin was a dick. Oh guess what i think austin was being austin this is his true color exactly and this is what um what was his girlfriend from southern charm madison 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 i always i don't know i thought madison was hard on him and now i'm like i feel sorry for you madison yeah i wasn't a fan of madison either but then it reminds me that when they were together he had those other girls over Mm -hmm. and Austin is all about Austin, and he was totally playing Lindsay against Ciara. Yep, and I didn't like it. I was I was wishing that Ciara would just have a backbone though, and just go, you know uh, what? F you, Lindsay well, totally knew what she was doing. Yeah, completely manipulated it's my the birthday. situation. I can do whatever I want. It was it was bad. Now, did Lindsay ever apologize after this came out? Like, oh shit, yeah, you're right. I, I don't think up. so. I don't think so. Lindsay's not really one to apologize. No, she's not. She's because she's like, I was single. I was drunk. It doesn't matter. However, she did come home with a different guy, which I love. Um, Lorenzo or <laughs> Luciano. 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 Was, not not Austin. Not as Austin. It pointed out. She left with Austin. But I just didn't like how Sierra. Too needy. Too mm, um, like stop. She's chasing it, him oh, too hard. Oh, it's like God. You're so much better than him. Why can't you see that? And thank God Paige did. And Paige is a girl's girl all the way through. I just fucking love it. I really yeah. like Paige. I do too. What about Maya and Oliver? I don't know. Maya's kind of... Um, is she just not open enough? She's not ready? No, mm. she's just not there yet. I think yeah. she's really nice, but she's very closed off. I think Oliver was ready. They were yeah. supposed to go on a date in the yeah, city. Yeah, I, I hope we see a follow-up to that. It's kind of too bad, but she's still broken from her... Um, relationship with Kwame yeah five years is a long time yup but Um, how much did you love it when Danielle got involved and Ciara called her a sucker ass bitch (gasps) well that's next week is that in the no that was this week it was Danielle walked in and Ciara goes you're a sucker ass (gasps) bitch and Danielle got so mad oh I don't really remember that there was a lot going on I think she called Lindsay a sucker ass bitch oh Lindsay Oh, yeah, Danielle Dan- was sticking up for Lindsay. Of course, Danielle sticking yeah, up for Lindsay. Yeah, but Danielle was also telling the other girls, right. well, did you know that right. Lindsay made out with Austin? And yeah. So- did you see that? A couple times, not just once. I asked her, it was a couple times. Yeah, and the, she what said was she that all about? Yeah, what was Danielle doing? 
She was playing shit. both sides on she that. Was. She was. She was a shit stir. But next week we see Ciara and Danielle go at it at the table. Oh, it's going to be good. They really don't like each other now because no. they've both been on Watch What Happens Live and yeah. they do not have anything uh, nice to say about the other. Nope. Nope. It's really good. I love fucking Summer House. It is good. Oh, and then on Watch What Happens Live, Paige and Craig were on. Yeah. And Craig said that after that incident occurred, he didn't talk to Austin for three months. Yeah. He was pissed. Well, yeah, he should be pissed. He know, even though, you know, and then Craig said, yeah, I was a little, I was a little happy because it took the pressure off me because I was the asshole the last time I was at Summer House. Oh, that's true. <laughs> that's a fact. But they're done filming Winter House, I think. Yeah, I know. Are we going to see Kyle and Amanda's wedding this season, right? Yes. On Summer House? Yeah, I think the end. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I just think they're doomed. Oh, gosh. Oh. I think they're doomed. So what's going to happen? Because Austin's been on Summer House. Paige is going to be on um, Southern Charm. There's a lot of crossover, which I kind of like. Yeah. Oh, because I love they're all this. the same age group. Yeah. No, this age group is perfect. Perfection. Yeah. I love it. I, I would much rather watch these shows than The Housewives. It's yeah, more fun. Sometimes. It's more fun. And then we have Below Deck, just normal Below Deck sailing yacht. That's pretty freaking good, right? Well, yeah. Gary and Daisy were going to town Ooh. in the hot tub. Did that you was... see them on Watch What Happens Live? No. I mean, oh, no, I didn't watch it. It was pretty funny. What they, did they say? Well, Daisy doesn't remember. Well, yeah. She didn't remember she was the really day after. Wasted. Yeah. Um, and I believe her. Her waking up with like the the red all around her mouth though from just like <laughs> fucking making out but then she cut it off in the hot tub she's like we're done but they sound like they kind of like each other it was really weird he really likes daisy like they like each other's people interesting i know but tom had tom had sex with ashley yes that well that i think that was ashley's doing uh, yes of course because she was, she was just going ready. she was going after gary and gary was going after daisy so she's like well i'm gonna go after tom now well she really changed her tune she yeah. went from tom being too young to he's just fine well i actually like she's him obviously very sexual oh extremely um the new guests that come on they're an older crowd a family very nice here's what i liked about them the guy that got so drunk <laughs> the brother he just fell asleep at the yep. table yep no, no big deal. Nobody bothered. They just Nobody kept eating. Yeah. Yeah. Kept going about deal. their business. <laughs> they tried to sail. There was no wind. Yep. Yeah. And the then the fucking beach picnics never work out. Don't go on a beach picnic. If I was going to go on a sailing yacht, I don't want a beach picnic on the rocks. No. Take no. me to town. Take me exactly. to a cool area of town. I don't want to have a beach picnic on the rocks. I don't want food carted out there no. sitting around on a beach mm -mm. under a tent that looks like it's going to fall. Yeah. Oh, well, they barely got the tent up. Yeah, it was pretty tacky. Was. They, they don't move fast enough. They're slow. Very slow. Get it together. Yeah, so we'll see what happens because the wind knots pick up and yeah. it gets pretty crazy. Yeah, and they and had it to be continued and it was really bad in the middle of the night. Yeah, it went from nothing to put the sails up. They made it They made it look like it was when Ashley and Tom were just making out, like ignoring everything. It wasn't. Please. No, it was, it was a whole different time in the frame. Morning. Exactly. All right, Temptation Island, Gina, this is heating up. This is always one of those shows that takes a little bit to get into it because the first show, you're learning the couples that are together. The second show, which was this episode, thoughts. I mean, I think Lascalis, who was in a relationship with Ashley, they're a couple. He's very cute. Yeah, he's very cute, but very I kind of think he knows he's cute. Yeah, that's a problem. You, um, were, you were right, by the way. Thank you. Hania I knew. I knew. The man when is you the guy. Were, I was watching, I go, Oh shit, Gina's probably steaming right. Because I was like, of 
course Ash is the boy and Hania is the girl. What do you think, Gina? It makes sense, but no. Hania is the guy. Yeah. Ash is the girl. They're very free-spirited, both of them. It kind of made me laugh because it's really, they're they're kind of madly in love when they're together, but when they're apart, they kind of forget about each other. And they're both very sexual. They're both so, very sexual. So they want, like she, she made out heavy with his name Mike is Taylor. Was, oh, was it Taylor? It's Taylor and he's actually very cute and she says his body is very different than than Hania's. <gasps> well, he's because, thinner. Well, no, this guy is like a fucking fitness. He's a trainer. Well, Hania's a big guy, but maybe he's No. not as ripped. Not as ripped and Hania wears those little um Oh. Why does he wear the Speedos? Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. No, I saw it when we saw that in the kitchen and he was I was like, "What why?" I, I mean, he's confident guy, which is, yeah, that but could they be were attractive. very small. And now he, thank God, thank God he's getting, well, now he's sunburned. He will get tan <laughs> and it will look much better. He's just fried right now, but ooh. I, I like a confident guy, a Speedo. That's fine. But, mm. but no, not, not, not fine. When he's, and not when he's really white. Like, oh God. I don't, I don't ever want to see a guy in a Speedo. No. no. I had a change of heart on Luke and Luke is with Iris. They're really? the couple. I yeah. don't like Luke. But he is opening up with this new girl. I think Luke and Iris are definitely going to split up. Um, well, and Jillian and Edgar, too. Jillian is just too young. She's 21. Yeah. Also, so we knew that Edgar had cheated, and that's why she wanted to do this whole process. Now we find out by Edgar that Jillian was texting her old boyfriend. Okay, but old boyfriend. She's been with Edgar since she was 17. So she's... Texting her 16-year-old boyfriend? Like, come on, Edgar. But it was explicit shit. That's just... Yeah, but she's young. She's That's why young. I just kind of like... You know, it's it's too they much. They need to break up. They need... They need I, to. Yeah. And he got very emotional. So when they had the bonfire, yeah. of course, we get the little snippets. And that. it's not always what you think it is. But he got very emotional. He's older than she is. Uh, just a little bit, though. But I also feel years. like let her fucking go. She's she needs to move on. But I think at the end they get engaged. Somebody gets engaged. Somebody shows up with a ring. I think it's him. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know why I think that. Don't do it. Don't do it. You're too I young. Know. I love the bonfires are the best. The guys' party was wild. What? I I can't wait for the girls to be at the bonfire to see the guys because oh. they were licking the chocolate off of these girls. They oh. had a group shower. Not only that, but there was one girl that was giving, was it Hania or was it Luke, a lap dance who had a black thong on and I oh. swear to you, her hoo-ha was oh. right there. Did they fuzz it? No, but they should have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I saw more than I wanted to see. But... um. None of the guys so far kissed anybody. The only one who kissed somebody is Ash. She kissed Taylor. They had the pillow wall there. With the pillow wall. And they yeah. were making out. Hani has said that they're okay with kissing other people. I mean, he should be fine. He wanted an open relationship. This is an open relationship. Right, and she didn't. No. But she lives in New York, and he lives it's where? Stupid. It's stupid. They're going to break Somewhere up. Somewhere else? He lives in L.A.? California. Yeah, it's yeah. like a long-distance thing. Yeah. That's not going to no, not gonna but I, work. But I, I thoroughly enjoy this show. Did your brother catch up on it? I, really you know, I have know. to ask him if he's watching it. I know he gave up on The Bachelor. <laughs> well, that's fine. But I have to ask him. So The Bachelorette is filming now, and they have the guys online who uh, Rachel and 
Gabby. Gabby. Yeah. yeah. Have to choose from. They're pretty cute. A couple of cute guys. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. So what else, Anne? I have a really cool thing I'm doing this weekend, but I can't talk about it. So I'll tell you next week. Remind me. So exciting. It's very exciting. Well, it could be exciting or it could be not. <laughs> oh, it's totally going to be exciting. <laughs> so we had an opportunity to speak to Chef Stuart O'Keefe. Yes, that's right. Andy Cohen's once boyfriend. Lover. Lover. But current. Current boyfriend of Jeff Lewis, who yes. we love. He's got a couple of amazing cookbooks out and he couldn't have been nicer. He was fantastic. We love talking to him. It was so great because we originally were going to have him on for St. Patrick's Day and it didn't work out. And then after that is when he came out in a relationship with Jeff Lewis. He totally told us the whole story of how they came to be a couple and it's so cute. He's adorable. And should we tell what he thought our podcast was about? Oh yeah. Well, we, we were like kind of researching him and stuff and I, t- I texted you and I go, oh shit. <laughs> I think he thinks Dames Who Dish is a cooking podcast because when I emailed him, I said, we want to talk about your cookbook and if you have any good recipes for St. Patrick's Day. And then I said, and to gossip, but not realizing. Fuck. So we asked him, so did you think we were yeah. a, a food podcast? And he's like, well, yeah. Yeah, of course I did. Dames Who Dish. <laughs> Shit. Sorry to break it to you. Hey, it worked. We got an exclusive. He tells us a few things about him and Jeff that you haven't heard his side of yet. So Yeah, it's pretty good. We love chefs too. Love him. So stay tuned. It's on right now. Enjoy. We're putting it on right now. <laughs> we would like to welcome accomplished celebrity and personal chef, Stuart O'Keefe. Welcome, Chef Stu. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. We have to get something right out in the open, right off the bat. <laughs> Just whatever. I mean, look. I mean, at this point, yeah. Well, I think it's different than you think. The name uh, of our podcast is Dames Who Dish. We yeah. are not, we're not a cooking podcast. Did you think we were a cooking podcast? Totally. Like, <laughs> interested in food. We but are, no, we like, are. We are interested. the tea or whatever. Yes. We came up to that realization this morning when we were kind of going over stuff and I went, oh my God, I think he thinks we're a cooking podcast. Obviously, yeah. Dames Who Dish. Thought, yeah, I'm like, oh, maybe they want to hear about the book. <laughs> well, we do because we are reality TV, housewives, all that shit. We asked you on originally to do St. Patrick's Day yeah. recipes, but our calendars didn't mix up. And so you were gracious to come on now. Thank you. We want to talk about the cookbook, how it got started with Amy Phillips. And then mm-hmm. in the meantime, after that, yeah. you came out in a relationship with Jeff Lewis. Yeah. So obviously we have to talk about that. But let's talk about the book and and all your cooking history and everything like that first. Yeah. When did you actually arrive here in the States from Ireland? I, uh, 2004. So I went to culinary school in Ireland from 2000 to 2004. And then as soon as I was done with that, I got on the first plane and moved to Napa Valley. And I lived in a small town called St. Helena. We know it well. Yes, at, we do. I worked at Meadowood. Yeah. Oh, you're kidding. Oh, Meadowood wow. Country yeah. Club. Yeah. Yeah. So it was amazing. So it was like my first time ever landing in the States. And, and I mean, like I had a bicycle and just, just like cycling through vineyards to go to work every day. Like, I mean, it was amazing. Like it just like to land there and it was a small town. So I, get, I could get to know people and it was just a nice start off in America, you know, to be there and I you know, worked my ass off for two years. And then I moved down to LA around 2006. 
did you know anybody in Napa? You just went and no, got a job? No, I knew nobody. I knew nobody. Really? Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, I'm pretty, like, outgoing and, like, very personable. And, like, I love to, like, get to know people and stuff. And, like, I love Americans. Like, I always did. And I love the way they are. And they're really friendly and so forth. So I knew... I'd have no problem. And then being Irish, like everybody wants to be Irish. That's American. So it was just like, that's going to be fine. I mean, I had like two or three friends the first day I at work. You know, they were like, oh, let's go for drinks. And, and they were just very welcoming. So it was very easy. Napa's pretty posh. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it is really nice. I mean, just, I mean, God, I haven't been up there in a few years now, just with the pandemic and stuff. But um, that is a plan to go up there soon with somebody, you know. With somebody, it's it's fully open. We went over the holidays, and everything's open. All the restaurants oh, are open. So yeah, because yeah, so if nice. it's if you don't have that, there's no point in going. True, like to have all that. And the weather's nice now, so it's a good it's a good time it to is. go. It's getting spring is actually really time. Like, I must text Jeff. <laughs> I think <laughs> you like, should. Gotta go. gotta go. Text him now. <laughs> Especially since I lived up there, so it's nice to go with someone that has lived there or knows where to drive around and go to. But you know what I mean? So yeah, absolutely. It's a better experience. So you had your own show. We we found we're like, where was this show? It was on the Food Network, and it was what was it called? The, the Private Chefs of Beverly Hills. So Private Chefs of Beverly Hills was my first show, like in two thousand and nine or something like that. And then so we did two seasons of that, which was super fun, super stressful. It was like a reality show. It was like Food Network's first type of reality show, and that's kind of where I got my start. And then I was like a spokesperson for Tupperware. <laughs> like global and I did that for two years and and, and then just kind of like tipping along and just kind of staying doing like guest appearances here and there over the next few years brought out my first cookbook and so it's all kind of progressed I mean look anything like this and to be successful on tv I think like as a chef or even an actor or whatever you're doing everyone says like look it takes 10 years it just does that's like the number people say you could get lucky like but um after 10 years, like it's all kind of starting to come together for me. It's Yay. crazy. How yeah, did you hook, cool. how did you hook up with Amy Phillips? How did that whole thing happen? So I had to bring out another cookbook. I had a two cookbook deal, but that doesn't necessarily mean that they're gonna accept what you propose for your second one. You know, it still needs to be like a good idea. And I felt like my first book sold well. Like we almost sold all the copies. More than, I think we're like a thousand out from selling everything. But it's you know, it took a few years for that. So it's not as if it was like this like you know, New York Times bestseller, but was a bestseller on Amazon and so forth. But I was just sitting down one night watching The Housewives. I watched two or three of the franchises. And I was like, why hasn't anybody done a cookbook on this? Because all it is, is them eating at tables, throwing wine glasses, talking about food. As you know, like Andy Cohen loves to show them ordering all their drinks and their appetizers and all that stuff. So like the food is a massive part of the show, first of all. And I'm like, it'd be so funny to get a comedian or somebody that could like poke fun of the different situations. But like, I need like a historian that knows everything about all the different franchises and the moments and all that stuff. And I just don't know everything about it. And I had my agent reach out to Amy Phillips. And I was like, she, it's, she's the only one I want to do it with. Like I've followed her since the Rachel Zoe days and her impersonations and just so funny. And I said, it just has to be her. But I'm like, she's a show in Series XM. She's not going to want to do it, you know? And so she... Got the email. She took a day or two to respond. She was like, let me think this over. She got back to her. She's like, absolutely. It makes so much sense. Like, I can't believe nobody's done this sooner. So then we met up in like around, I think, September, October 2019, when we first had our like coffee date. And we just started brainstorming. Like we took like two hours. We sat down, 
And I think we had like written out about 45 recipes in those two hours. Cause we just like, was like, boom, 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 boom. Just like writing all the moments down from them. And then, you know, the last like 50 was like, okay. She's like, I got to go back. I got to watch some YouTubes. I need to like go back and watch X episodes. I know there was a moment with this cake. I knew there was a moment with like, was it the dinner party from hell? The, with the, with the e-cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. Of she course. Like, I, we, I need to look back at that. I the need psychic. to see like what the cocktail looks like so I can match the cocktail to what it looks like on screen. And, and then like the margarita with the picture with Luann <laughs> and Sonia, like that was so easy. I'm like, great. Like, what a cool idea. I'm going to show people how to make an actual like proper picture of margarita. So it was just like different. It was super fun to do. It was like, some of them were like a bit of a stretch, like the Kyle by Eileen tuna. Like, that is like it's so stupid but it, but it works but amy i was like why is it like that she's like no one knows why the store is called that so that's why the, the recipe doesn't even make sense because it goes with the whole joke and i was like oh okay got it perfect um so amy would have to explain like a few of them to me and so forth but um yeah it was super fun the photography was the best part it was the most fun part to do it's actually beautiful when i ordered Thank it you. not gonna lie i was like is this a fake cookbook i wasn't yeah, i just wasn't I sure and that's the problem it's just like i feel like we've been having like kind of trouble not selling it but like i feel like we should have had a lot more sold right now yeah and we don't and i'm kind of disappointed in that because it is a fantastic cookbook and you know, like even like the spaghetti, like the like the pink spaghetti. I know. Like that's so cool. I was just know? looking at that this morning. Like, what is it? It's beets. That was meant to be called. We changed the name on that. Exclusive. Now, I don't watch Dallas Housewives, but I guess there was a moment in Dallas Housewives where one of them would go to, go to Mexico and she'd always order spaghetti. Was that right? Gosh, I don't and remember I, now. Yeah, probably. Yeah. That sounds she like would, Dallas. Like, she just didn't like it, but she was kind of like, I think she was kind of racist about it. So we had the recipe as like Mexican spaghetti because <laughs> of the bright colors of Mexico and so forth. Yeah. And then it was like, oh, I think she's getting a lot. She's getting a lot of slack oh. on the show for it. So we were like, okay, let's just change it. Let's just change the recipe. We don't want to be getting like shit from people. <laughs> right, um, right. There was a few of those where we had to change things like um, the, dunge the dungeon cake. <laughs> Is it the dungeon yeah, with candy. Cake? Yeah, yeah. Yes, with candy in the dungeon and all that stuff. So that was called PhD cake. <laughs> and we were calling it like pretty huge ding dong cake or whatever. <laughs> you know, pretty huge ding dong, which is like what the cake is. It's a big ding dong yeah. from Kelly Dodd. And then Amy was like, oh, this moment is so big in Atlanta Housewives. We got to change it. And I'm like, fine, whatever you got to do, do your thing. Because Kelly Dodd had like two other recipes in the book. Well, so she's, was, she's iconic to quote. She has those best one-liners. Like yeah, she just for does, sure. You know? Yeah. Um, I think she has like three in there. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, she has like, this isn't my steak, you filet in, bitch. She has the, she has the, the burger, the, the Cougar Leosi burger that we, I actually went down there with her and made it with her. And then she has the bang and meditation bowl. Which is actually another Shannon Bedore scene. <laughs> so did you have to, did you talk with the actual housewives or no? They didn't collaborate also. No, we okay. were, at the beginning we were thinking like, should we get some recipes from the housewives? Like their favorite recipe and kind of include that. But then you have to get them to sign all these mm. disclosures or like, these, like waive the rights of the, we can use the recipe. It just was like, no, not worth no. it. We just let's just do our own thing. And then we don't, we don't have to deal with that whole step. But we sent the books to like a ton of them. We sent like a hundred like gift boxes out. And a lot of them posted them on their um, 
their Instagrams, which was great. Yeah, so good. they're all like approval of it because it's poking fun. We're not being mean on the book, no, you no, know, not at all. So it's just it's just great for like anybody that loves housewives and wants to throw a party for like reunions. And that was really kind of what we had in mind writing it was, you know. You have all these great recipes. Obviously, you can make them any night of the week for like dinners, appetizers, whatever. But like the fun part is really doing the cocktails with a group of friends and like watching like, I don't know, like a finale, a reunion or the first episode or whatever. Yeah, the cocktails are great. We usually have cocktails we record at night. Yeah. We're, we're not day drinking now, but we love to try the cocktails. But we would day drink. <laughs> do you want? <laughs> Seriously, yeah. Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. It's like Jeff's like stop drinking during the day. I'm like okay, okay, yeah. I gave up uh, three for Lent. I gave up three days a week of drinking, so I think that's pretty good. That's really good, right? I, I think it is. I if, gave up like, nothing. If you're like, <laughs> I mean, I went down to see Kelly Dodd a few weeks ago, and she's and I go down there, and I'm like, oh, can't wait to go out tonight. We're gonna go out. And so, She's like, we're mean, me and Rick are not drinking. And I'm like, like, why didn't you tell me? This is the weekend because Lent had just started. And then I just got like shit faced. (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Can we can we talk a little about Jeff now? Sure. All right. Obviously. It's all over the the news. It's everywhere. Every day. Well, Jeff talks about it every day. Yeah. Yeah, How do you feel about that? I mean, you and Jeff were friends forever. Gina was the one who said they're freaking dating. I'm like, no, they're not. They said they're not. They're just friends. We met in November remember on when I did when I when I went on to do the the cookbook and that was it we just met and stuff and then we kind of said in contact I didn't get his number or anything like that I don't know how I did I think his assistant Shane reached out and was like hey (laughs) shout out Shane (laughs) and um he was like hey Jeff wants you to come to Leah Black party at Christmas I'm like okay great and I was like, when is it? And I was like, okay, I was going home to Ireland the next day. I was like, perfect. You know, I can go to that. But I didn't really know many people. And and he wanted to kind of, I think, include me in the chumps and meeting everybody because he wanted to eventually have me on the show a few times a month. He thought I was quite funny the first time. I was like, oh my God, I love that and so forth. And like he was with Scott and, and that was it. It was just like, whatever. And then, you know, we'd hang out, we'd go to dinners and stuff like that with all the chumps. So it wasn't just me and him. And so we were just, we were just getting to know each other. But like, Never my wildest dream thought it was going to be a romantic thing. Like, never. And I knew, I know he was very flirty with me and, like, saying hot stew and all this kind of shit on the radio. And But, like, that's all playful fun. You know, that's what he does. And then, you know, he broke up with Scott and, you know, we're just chatting. We were at, like, high tops one night. And we were, like, drunk. And, like, we were just, like, we were, like, chatting. And then it was kind of like Cat was out of the bag. And I was like, okay, so how would this work? I was like... I said, you know, we get to know each other and stuff like that. I said, look, I am a- attracted to you. He's like, I'm attracted to you. And I was like, okay, well, whatever happens, we got to take this super slow and and whatever. And I was like, what are you doing tomorrow night? Like, and it was That's like, slow. That, was a super, that was a super, it was a Super Bowl Sunday. And he came over to my friend Ronnie's place with the two or three of his other friends. We were hanging out watching it. And then we went to High Tops and... And it, the next day was Valentine's Day. It just happened to be Valentine's Day. How I was convenient. like, I said, who gives a shit? I said, we're just going for dinner. You know what I mean? We went to dinner and we went our separate ways home. And we just like had a few dinners like that over the course of a few weeks. We never had sex. We never kissed. We didn't do anything like that. Because I feel like people think that we were like, I was cheating on him when he was with Scott. And it never, ever happened. I would never do that because, you know, that's karma. And then if you do that, then he's going to do it to me. You know? <laughs> so it's for like, sure. 
so that's kind of how we kind of started and so we've been like kind of closer now recently and i've been staying over there a lot more and um it's nice it's really nice he's like he's very very sweet i love you guys together yeah i mean how can we not love you guys together you've always had such chemistry on a show and yeah. everybody was always asking, why aren't they dating? Why aren't they dating? And then, of course, you and Doug, people would give you guys a hard time. Like, oh, Doug's know, in love with Chef Stu. Yeah. <laughs> so funny. I've, yeah, I know I'm not lately a black party. So, yeah, it's been, you know, the dog has been having a few issues over there, but it's fine. We've heard. Like, no. We've heard oh, all yeah. about it. <laughs> she didn't poop last night. She was great last night. She went into her bed. I got a little small bed for for Jeff's bedroom so she can just Fantastic. Like, sleep there at night and so yeah she hasn't pooped down the last two nights which is great that's good so how do you yeah. feel about Jeff talking so openly I mean you're pretty open but how do you feel about him talking so freely and openly because it's gotten him into some trouble in the past where he's yeah. been a little so too so it's open. like I don't mind it I've been like just like sex life just keep that off I mean nobody needs to hear about that you know what I mean it's too like whatever and he's like totally fine and um, he'll kind of give me a heads up he'll be like hey I'm gonna like if I'm talking to him and say something, he'd be like, to Shane, write that down. Like, so <laughs> it's like, that's how it goes. I'm like, no, no, don't fucking write that down. Or I'm like, don't say that. Or maybe like say it this way. So it doesn't sound so like whatever. So like, I'll do that. But generally it's all on play for fun. I know he's like making fun. I'm poking fun of me. I can call into the show anytime in the back line yeah. and give him shit, which I will do sometimes. But it's always like out of a place of kind of like love and like just like not like nasty because he doesn't want to do that and no. he's not like that in person so it's just I you know. think I think that's why the listeners like everybody who loves Jeff Lewis loves you guys together because you do poke fun at each other it's yeah. very playful you can hear it in Jeff's voice when he talks about you it's very cute yeah. it's like he's you can feel him so turning funny. red it's People so have said that yeah, yeah. It's, like, it's much different I don't know yeah, it's like he gets nervous around me or something. I don't know. It's That's good. Bizarre. It's just, yeah, it is good. No, it's like, it's it's kind of moved so fast. We were like, I mean, let's do it slow. And it's like, oh, God, but we really like each other. So it's weird. Yeah. That's okay. I never expected this. I never did. Well, that's that's so usually crazy. when it happens. Yeah, that's when, when you it happens. Expect it. Can usually we... with the, like since my last boyfriend, like usually it would be like a year or whatever, and then you meet someone or whatever. But it's just I don't know. It just clicked. It's, yeah, it's meant yeah, to be. Fun. We have to ask about the Palm Desert food and wine. <laughs> <gasps> I mean, the hate they're getting is hilarious, and I did go onto their site, and they now have this red-haired crazy lady. You probably yeah, know who I, she I is know. as yeah. the cover for their food and wine like festival. Master Chef or something. Um, but yeah, no, it's just like we were. I was talking to my contact there, and they were like stringing me along, saying like, "Yeah, I'm trying to put you in here and put you in there." And I was like, "Fine." My bigger question is like, why was I not put on the lineup in the first place? Since I've been, I was meant to do it in 2020. We just moved it two years. Like nothing's really happened. And it was just kind of like, I just felt like I was always reaching out. I'm like, okay, this sounds feels really desperate on my part. Like, why am I asking them? Like, I should just be like, this is confirmed. You're going to be doing this, this, and this. I'm like, okay, great. And it's a fun weekend. Financially, it's like, it's crap money, right? <laughs> but it's, it's, I love the people I meet down there. My friend Zach Young goes there from New York. He flies in. We have a bunch of fun. We go out for drinks. We got the nightclubs. We do, like, it's a great weekend. I do one or two demos sell some books, whatever. It's not like a moneymaker weekend, but it's just, I love, love doing it. And that's what annoys me about it. Like that was, that's why I was upset. It was like fucking hire a chef that really wants to be there and yeah. support you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so it just, it just went south. And then like, Jeff was pissed off about it. And he's like, I'm going to go after them. And I'm like, mm. <laughs> and then like, no. And he asked me again, he's like, 
is that okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm like, just, I mean, it's fine, but just like kind of keep it easy. Fucking oh. shit store. <laughs> like, it was just like, I was like, okay, never going back there again. Great. People were coming out of the woodwork. Oh, and it was freaking hilarious. It's amazing. Oh my God. Well, but look, he has a lot so, of supporters. So easygoing. And like, I love like just doing those festivals and just, you know, I'm not like a nasty person like that. And like, it was just, it was really kind of like you pulled it up. It was just like a, what, a bait and switch or whatever that like what people were saying. And um, it just, I was just really super disappointed and a bit upset by it. Yeah. Yeah. And I just, you know, it's like, whatever, like maybe you won't treat other people like this, you know? And it's just whatever, like Jeff, like Jeff is such a cheerleader of mine. Like, <laughs> oh, it was so, so sweet cute. he did that. <laughs> and it's just, you know, and a bit of it's poking fun too. And a bit of it's like a bit, like a bit nasty, but. <laughs> whatever but that's jeff that's jeff is a, he likes to poke fun and he gets a little nasty that's why everybody and loves jeff him was like jeff was a like, big mistake like i would have promoted the shit of it shit out of it yeah. on the show and maybe like a ton of people or a ton of listeners would have come and like and seen me do a demo or whatever and it would have been a great time like, yeah absolutely jeff would have come with me you oh, know yeah. so, you know what fuck palm desert know. go to napa food and wine festival <laughs> Yes, the bottle rock. There it's we hard go. These things. Is it? Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It can be. You think <sighs> that you can just like waltz in and it's like, I, know. I don't know. They're just fun things to do. You sure, know, sure. And you yeah. get to meet people and you're so personable. Mm. I just saw another Netflix show called Is It Cake? Have you heard about that one? My friend Amy called me last night. Another Amy. She was watching and she was like, you need to be a judge in that. I'm like, yeah. oh, that'd be kind of cool. I'll get my agent to reach out. Um, that, that you have to tell if it's like real or fake or right. if it's like a cake or it's real product or whatever yeah the so they have like cele- they have chef- celebrity chefs and comedians they have a little bit of everybody so you'd be perfect right. on there that'd be awesome yeah yeah get- reach I'd out like to, to them out. too so reach out to napa so your your goal this week is reach out to bottle rock and the new show on netflix so Stu, what's next for you what what have you got coming up anything that that you want to share well nothing now um <laughs> No, what do I have coming back? I feel like I have things. Well, tonight I have the Project Angel Food Dinner that Jeff's oh, coming to. So wonderful. I'm prepping. As soon as I'm done with you guys, I'm loading up the car and driving over there. So if that coming up, my, my charity that I, I always work with. And then I'm pitching shows right now. And, you know, obviously doing Jeff's thing. I think I'm going to be shooting an episode with Jeff on his Amazon show. Oh, good. Oh, right. We were talking about that because I think he's on the last episode of it now, and I think like they want me to kind of like. I was going to ask have, you if you were like a happy ending yeah. to the season. Like, oh, that would be somebody or whatever. Great. Yeah, cute. Yeah. And so that might be happening, and it's hard. Like I'm always going for auditions and things like that, and just waiting for the next show or I want that to come along, and and it will. Like I'm getting close to a few things, and it will um, for sure. I mean, you, yeah, you're very accomplished. Obviously, you're cookbook is fantastic and we'll um we'll promote that on our yeah definitely cook it spill it throw it the not so real housewives parody cookbook cookbook. it's fantastic you and amy phillips and you have your other cookbook which is it's hard to say quick six fix the quick six fix six key (laughs) ingredients six minutes prep six minutes cleanup it's all like fast easy recipes on there that's my first cookbook which like doesn't get old like everybody needs to start cooking and do easy recipes so it's great for that too yeah perfect definitely thank you for coming on and dishing dishing with yeah you guys got a good dish you got the first of the the dish so it's good i know thank you 
Jeff we, will call me and like break up with me tomorrow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Guys, what like, the fuck did you say? I'm what like, did you nothing say? Nothing compared to what you say. Exactly. Well, and uh, honestly, we were we do a lot of interviews and we came in and we're like, why are we so nervous? We're like, oh God, because if we fuck this up, he's gonna say something to Jeff. Jeff's gonna say something on the show. Guys, but then you'll get a ton of followers. That'd be great. That, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, thank uh, you so much, Chef Stu. Of course, anytime. There is nothing like a dame. Nothing. 